Hey team, we're gonna continue on today with how to train submissions on your own. Before we get into the next one, I wanna give you this little quick piece of advice to help you on your journey. Solo practice can seem like, well, why would I do this? What's the point? I have classes I was going to. I had partners. These moves don't work without partners. Here's a little side note though on how we function as human beings. Part of what we do in class is learning how to move, so it's coordination. And tying the signals from our brain to go to our muscles. So when we're rolling, we may be able to process the situation first mentally where, hey, I saw that opening. So optic nerve sends the signal to our brain, our brain then sends the signal to our muscle. On a good day, when we know the movement already, then it's a seventh of a second delay between what we see and our movement. So on a motion we already know how to do and something we're, we're well versed in, we already are behind by a seventh of a second. Now on top of that, in the process, we add in the fact that our body is uncoordinated in a certain movement. So we have to train that movement pattern. And if the only time we're training it is when we're in class, drilling it with a partner, we're behind the curve. Because our own practice at home can be helping us so that when we get on the mats and we go back to training with partners, we're actually, we already know the movement. And we're just now tweaking it and trying to, to, trying to get it to work on an actual person. So this is where you can't have one without the other. You can't. But here's the problem with both. If we train solo all the time, we never know if our move actually works on a real person. And that's one of the big beefs I've had over the years with forms training in traditional martial arts is if you're not giving the, given the context, if you're not sparring, if you're not using it, you don't know if it works and it's not gonna work. I'll tell you that right now. Because you don't even know how to make it function with a live, active, resistant opponent. The other side of that coin is always training with partners makes us believe like we have to have a partner in order to do anything, for one. But two, we take even longer to get better because we have the only opportunity that we're taking to train those movement patterns is when we're in class. And this is something I learned the hard way. I had another version of, uh, or another, this was another meal of crow that I had many years ago because my early training was a lot of forms without the practical knowledge to go with it. And it took me a while when I finally got into like real training with, with people that knew how to fight. It took me a while to recognize through my own students the difficulties they had with a lot of movements that I took for granted because of all the solo training I did. Things that I don't even think twice about. It just like, oh, okay, move that way. All right, boop. You already tied it together. So then, when it comes time to actually practicing with partners, it's easier to move. So we can speed up the process even when we do have a group class. 
we could speed that process up through these solo training exercises. Off my soapbox and back to training. All right, let's get it done. <laughs>